0: Uh, I'm, I'm recording now.
1: Okay, I'm also recording.
0: Hi, and welcome to How Did you Diddle Lake. My name is Morris, and I'm here with Sergio again this week. This week, we're going to be talking about security. So it's a huge topic, and I can't wait to hear what Sergio has to say. But first, a few updates on Harajuku Data Lake, the podcast, the experiment, and the product. We have uh, nine Twitter followers. Yay! Follow us: hjdl. <laughs> dot space. No space. Uh, Twitter. It's somewhere there. <laughs> we uh, unfortunately uh, our entire social graphs are dominated by Facebook, and it's this evil empire that we can't escape from. So we have fifty-one uh, likes on Facebook. So thank you to everyone for liking us on Facebook. And we also have some subscribers on Overcast. So thank you very much. So with that out of the way, uh, Apple has announced that they are going to produce a new Mac Pro. Sergio, how excited are you?
1: <laughs> oh, a lot, a lot. I want to change to Ubuntu right now, so am I. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you don't care at all?
1: No, no. no, no I, I don't really care so much. The truth. Okay.
0: So that that's our Mac Pro discussion for today. Um <laughs> With that out of the way, so security—it's a huge topic, and I know you are heavily involved in security at the company that we work in, and you've worked at uh, other companies involved with security. What's your history with security?
1: Well, my history in security is that I—I I think this is one of the first topic that I—I I did. I mean, when I started with computers, no, this kind of. Um, playing with my brother for example is one mm-hmm. of the first things. that he was doing something for example changing the wallpaper and then you had the windows 3.1 and you had to search this hidden file and discover and then you need the console and this was tricky you no know, in that moment and well in that moment there were no kind of concept of security the security was very very kind of easy open and well in that moment I it's something that I like you know like like to to go a step forward no a step more ahead of something that was prepared for something no so you try to change something and something that was not a common thing not was not so i started with that and one day i i by just lucky i i was 14 years old I, I just accessed to a huge database with a lot of, it was a hosting that issued a database. So I just accessed by, by, like, wow, wow, what happened? No, it was only root without, without a password. Okay. It's a MySQL mm-hmm. database. So it was very easy. It was not that I had nothing, but I saw, no, so many accounts and I said, wow, wow, what's that, what's that? And then I started to, to read about the topic, uh, so many information. You start meeting people and contact. You start with, okay, uh, this kind of hacking team. Uh, and well, uh, after the university, I did my thesis about uh, social engineering because I wanted to be, to know more about security, and this topic was one of the most interesting for me. And I also did quite uh, courses, with quite assignments in the in the university for about uh, cryptography and security and this stuff. Uh, later, well, I started with a company that we were uh, pen testing. So we attacked to big banks, corporations. They let us to do from outside the company, from inside.
0: Uh, so just, just to clarify, pen testing is where a company hires a group of elite hackers to test their systems by attempting to hack them.
1: Yeah, that's it. We're we going to be all time clarifying the words. Sorry. <laughs> what, do,
0: what does the pen in pen testing stand for? Uh, penetration. Penetration test. Okay, I think that's right.
1: <laughs> you are <laughs> testing me right <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, yes. so later after this experience, no uh, I started in another company, and I care a little bit more in the security stuff, but in this time, I was in a startup so i was um, I was uh doing the kind of pen test for the first months, but later, I started working more what was the architecture, what was the security uh inside the company. You no, know? with one guy, uh I prepared a a white paper about the security, all the stuff that was implicated so we could have more possibilities to be certified and all this stuff. And uh, later, well, in the present I have been more in companies that I I create the in some parts the architecture. So I create from from zero and I care about the security from the Mm. start, no? And and as you said, uh, security involves so many things, no? It involves uh, about monitoring and to know what happens in the platform, about integrity and lose data, so you have it replicate. Uh, You talk about privacy, so you let a user to modify his information about uh, Mm. if he has uh, sensitive information stored. Mm, You have a policy, mm, all all this stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's interesting that you got into security uh in the 90s with your brother trying to f- figure out how to do things that were somehow seemed to be impossible. Like, you know, in it, it it wasn't it was just like it's kind of I would compare it almost to like the the 90s like the the demo and intro scene where we had these computers that were so incredibly limited where you'd have like you know 25 megahertz processors and you know a few megabytes of ram and then you would download and you would have an incredibly slow internet connection and you would download like this 4 kilobyte thing or this 8 kilobyte you know, something that even back then was really really tiny and you would run it on your computer and suddenly your computer that you thought could never ever do 3D graphics was like showing this three-dimensional animated scene and it was only 4 kilobytes and it was like magic like mm-hmm. it seemed completely impossible and yet, it was somehow possible. So I think that's sort of that, like exploring the limits and the possibilities, and also that learning about how things work is sort of how people tend to end up in the security field.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting because I have so many first day, and I did also that. Because it was so easy, the security it was so lax, it was so um, broken, it was not there. There were no kind of security. This concept. Uh, there were people that in that moment they they were doing a lot of uh, kind of magic stuff. You no, know, they went to, for example, uh, these shops. That they had a computer and they wrote uh, something over there, and they were able to bypass this kind of. The concept of security that they had mm. that it was only to to just yes, uh alt tap and then release that window and move the window and then go inside you know so so it was just funny things no it was not something evil no the the security and the concept that's very interesting that that you mentioned because before the kind of people the kind of um black hackers the people that they are uh intruders they want to access information they were more kind of um single people. That they wanted to just get more knowledge, no it was someone who was like seeking information, he wanted to know more, and he was curious, and he just access to things that they were illegally but right now we have this big organization no there are more these st- 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 stack or this virus no that they go to uh, nuclear plants they go to governments no so the, the the scene has changed a lot before we had a lot of uh a, a- scenes uh, magazines that they are online magazines and this stuff they, they, it was more more kind of it was more uh, hidden knowledge. Right now, everything is like, wow, Every you can go to every um, portal and you can find so many information of so many things that it's, it's a topic that is has already been examining so
0: deep. Yeah, well, while we're looking briefly back into the nostalgia of the security-free 90s, uh, I think that there's this like uh, Microsoft presentation that I've seen a lot about the uh, evolution of security threats towards businesses. And this is, sort of, this is from the defensive perspective of businesses defending uh, against uh, attacks. And it's, it starts with um, 20 years ago, uh, what they call like script kiddies, just mm-hmm. people who are having fun, attacking your systems, not because they actually want to get anything, but just because they can. Uh, then sort of the second level of uh, threat that they talk about is uh, organized crime. So they talk about uh, people banding into gangs and attempting to extract money, that sort of thing. And then they talk about the the third, the, court, the sort of the place we're at with, with security now is that we actually have state actors with essentially unlimited funding and unlimited budgets and the best researchers in the world working for them that are able to create, um, that are sort of a, a security threat that you have to know exists. Whether those state actors are, well, Yes.
1: Yeah, that's true. I accept offers from these guys. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. It's, it's very funny that there are cities in Russia that the well the the they are millionaire people, they have big cars, all these things because they they are working in all these botnets, they are uh stealing from the ATMs, they are well, th- this is very professional right now. The scams, the fishing, all, mm. all of this is very, very, very professional right now. It has changed a lot. Before it was as you said, the script kiddies, people that they didn't even know what was the T C Stack, no? So uh, right now, it's like people that, well, they are taking zero days, things that nobody else knows, and they use three or four just to get into somewhere, no? And for example, right now, we know about uh companies that they have been invested by governments, that they have been following activists, people that they are working with, activists about all the kind of things, and... and mm, well, they, they have a lot of resources and they have very professional people. Uh, so that's sad, no? That's sad because we are talking about the privacy, the security, the big topic uh, of all the citizens, no? of their own countries, of other countries. So we are being followed right now. It's about security and big data, no? They, they are very mm. near concepts.
0: Yeah, it, so uh, to step to, uh, so to step back from the giant, uh, the, the giant sort of the world we are living in and the strange state of security and privacy that we're living. To step back into the the specifics of security. Uh, I'm looking at our agenda here, and we have basically these two parts of both offensive and defensive uh, mm-hmm. security. So, I guess let's start start with pen testing. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I think that we should try to, s- well, we, we should say that we are talking about, uh, kind of career. We are not talking about we are going to be the bad guys. Uh, right. the, this has to be useful for people that, well, they don't know so much about security, but they know that it's very important. So they want to know more about the basic stuff and they want to know some words, some concepts. So m- m- we are going to talk about the difference, uh, kind of careers or profiles that you can have in the industry of the security okay Mm. well of course there are more and there are mix and all this stuff but yeah i think we are going to focus on that
0: so sort of the, the the three uh careers that you're sort of talking about the three jobs that people do related to security are they they approach security as uh pen testers they approach security uh from a defensive stance or they're developers attempting to implement secure systems
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so about the kind of pen testing that they have been for several months. Uh first I will mention that there is a concept that is called blue team red team. Mm-hmm. Uh team. This one means that the blue team is the team that is inside the company and the red team is the time th- the, the one who is attacked the company. So what they what they try is under something that they have under control. So you don't want any downtime. Uh, they led you know to, to the red team to test the platform and the blue team try to figure out what is happening. No, so you have some guys that they are hacking you and there are other guys that they are learning from some guys that they are hacking and you don't expect nothing. No, so it's a bit like the chaos monkey that there are um, a tool that is randomly doing something in your network so these guys they are just trying all the stuff that they they can so for example maybe they are scanning your uh the ports so if you are in the blue team you can say oh wow well, they are scanning so i i know the behavior that is going to happen when they are scanning no Mm. And there is another concept that is called purple team, but I, I have never, ever listened about it. That is a bit like a team that is between both of them and then it makes more efficient. But if blue team, red team is, is, is the, is the concept that everybody knows and everybody talks about that. Oh, I am the red team and I'm going to hack that. Oh, I am the blue team. I'm going to solve this problem. Oh I'm going to monitor what is happening. Okay. Then uh another thing that we can talk very 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 important is the soc the soc is the security operation center mm-hmm. this is the place that so many people use to work that they are focusing security this is like the center that is um linked with other centers other organizations big big organizations and they are sharing the zero days, the kind of vulnerabilities, new new things that happens. For example, if there is a worm or a virus that is affecting to some databases, they are gonna uh, relate the information. Um, yeah, bugs, issues, what is happening? For example, when we had this kind of big problems, the um, the how, what's the name? The the bleed SSL, I think. Uh, uh, heart bleed. Herb, that's it. So when they, before release to the public, these SOCs, this security operations center, they already have this information. So they are able to fix their issues before anybody else. So this is kind of they trust each other and they share the information and then they also care about the security of the internal networking because at the end when you are in these big corporations you are not talking only about the API and a database you are talking that every employee has a machine every employee is using the machine for access to web pages it's there are so many devices and well the security uh, we we should understand that every time that we want to log something there is going to be a kind of degradation in the performance, in the latency. So the user experience is worse. So you have to be very good to do this balance.
0: Yeah. So so the security the yes. security oper- operation center is like a physical place in these companies. It's where you get together your security, no?
1: It's a department. It's a kind of department who is connected to um, to very sensitive information. So you can even read, for example, emails of the people or depend on your
0: business. But... Oh, so it, it's it's like the it's the group of people that have access to sort of everything and have to have to see the entire system as opposed to just the individual parts of the system.
1: Yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah. They they have signs, some DNAs that they cannot say anything about what they are seeing or. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, when you are pet- pen testing and you are working just yes, with these companies, uh, you have two different uh, concepts that is. Black box and white box testing. That it means that when you are in black box, it means that you are outside and you don't know the code. You don't know anything that is over there. So you have to enumerate, you have to check the versions, you have to research what is there, what they fix, what they everything. You are blind, so you don't know nothing about the company. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that is white box pe- testing is when you know already the product. For example, you are analyzing the code. Um, you have more information about, okay, you know, for example, um, the salt of the password. So you are able to kind of mm. do a better brute force and measure better what is the weakness of that all of this so this is the two big concepts also that they they used to um, when you are doing the plan for the company you used to charge no by different plans so okay you are uh two weeks doing black box and two weeks doing white box and then other two weeks internally in the company inside so you can access to the wi-fi for example
0: okay just just out of curiosity so like so basically the the white so the black box is where they don't give you any hints about the system and then the white box is where they start they give you some hints about how the system is constructed. Yeah. Just if if you're starting doing black box, like how how far can people get?
1: I Every time, every time that we did this kind of security test, we always got, uh, the most. We were able to be in the admin panel doing all the, <laughs> all the stuff that you imagine. Okay. And yeah, yeah you, wow. believe me, all the times, wow. all the times. And, and the white box, uh, maybe white box, we can point to the kind of code analysis. So you have the source code mm. and then you can analyze that. But believe me, with the black box, that's, you, you can do magic. It's, it's impressive. It's
0: impressive. Wow. Wow. While while we're here, uh, just like a random, I mean, <laughs> w- is it possible to build perfectly secure systems?
1: Well, <laughs> I th- I don't think so. But but I will say that mostly secure and security is like it's very difficult. Is uh, here is the concept, and this is the right now. Okay, with the time, the people has been more specialized, and right now we have more these. Cool stuff. Uh, people very specialized. That they are measuring what is the um what is the effort that has to do an intruder attacker mm-hmm. and the effort that you have for fixing something. So what you want is not make it secure, but so difficult that a, a kind of intruder or organization, a criminal organization, that want to go inside your kind of uh, database or something, uh, is gonna be. Difficult enough, and maybe they are gonna have problems because mm. if you detect them, you are gonna report uh, the police. All all of this.
0: Okay, so it's not necessarily so. In the defensive security, it's not so much about building uh, ideally perfect systems, but as raising the bar high enough so that people choose other targets.
1: That's it. That's it. That that's a that's the response. Cool. Okay. All right. So uh, about the pen testing, well, uh, you used to. A lot of uh, automatic tools, scan tools that you want to check the ports, enumerate the machines. Uh, you can check also uh, public mm, vulnerabilities. There are some places that mm. every time that you discover a vulnerability about a software, it's being shared. So you can use, like, mm, for a good reason. I- in this case, you have the permission of the company. Okay. What is mm. important in this case, and I-, I didn't want to, I didn't was going to mention this, but is, um, because you are doing the pen testing, they know and you have to notice, okay? It's not mm. everything the security and you do SQL injection and that's it, no, no. It's about, okay, we are in coordination, you know, which, which one is my IP address, uh, you know that I'm gonna um, access to these machines, all of these, you, you are not doing something so random and you are like crazy and I'm deleting the stuff. You, you have right. to be very careful at the end, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, another thing that is quite interesting is about capture the flag. Capture the flag is some kind of challenge that you can access. Well, there are some, some webpage we can share later. Mm-hmm. Um, that they are, um, well, they are challenged that there are some people that they create, uh, how can I say challenges? But it's like, um, like, an application or a web or a or a problem that you have to solve in a genius way you have to think about okay oh, how can i solve this puzzle no mm. so this puzzle is about security and you have to use the last tools you have to innovate you have to think a little bit more than you used to think about and it's very interesting because you are learning with this capture the flag that they are very different topics for example forensics malware uh web uh, all these things um you, you you can learn a lot no about um, what is the trending no in right now what is the tools for example right now that Mm, or uh, what they remember, no? It was Go, Golan. That yes. was the, the the language was released, and then they create some some challenge that they were to bypass the the compiler of the Go. But the problem is that the Golan doesn't have any kind of flag flow in the in the design, so it's very mm-hmm. very difficult to bypass this. But these guys, they did in purpose. They generate the the exec. They generate in a way that it was possible to do that. So mm. it's something that is not the real situation but it's near, but there is some kind of tricky things. And if you are very smart you are going to notice something that is wrong. They're going to give you some hints and then you are going to say, oh wow, that's cool, that's cool. And you are going to solve it. And You can play with teams, you can play alone. You, uh, and there are, um, as I said before, we are going to share a URL that is about all the write-ups. So mm. once the the challenge is done, because sometimes you, you play Play for money, or uh, mm-hmm. they they write up how it was the way to solve it. So if you read a lot and you are in this um, environment, uh, you learn a lot. You learn. A lot. I, in the past, I play quite to these games, and mm. yeah, they're they're very interesting. Capture the flag, and
0: they really are games where it's like it's a slightly yes. contrived environment, but there is a challenge, and there is a goal, and there's sort of like uh, something that you're, you're trying to achieve.
1: Yes, yes. And they are very, very near to the blue team, red team, because when you go to uh, Las Vegas, for example, to the black hat or, or something like that, um, mm-hmm. you used to play to, you have to protect a machine and you have to attack to the other machines. And you are a team, mm-hmm. no? So you are doing this. It's, it's very interesting, but, but the people over there is so smart. It's another level. That's another level. Right now, I'm so what in this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so security engineering.
1: Yeah. Um, well, security engineer, we could be talking here all the day. It's about more... Uh, what I discovered in my, my thesis was that it's not about social engineering, but it's about the concept that to hack something, you don't have to only focus in uh, a technical vulnerability. You have to mm-hmm. focus also about what is doing the program. Because sometimes mm-hmm. the own feature, if you um, chain some of the features that you have, maybe you find a security vulnerability, okay? You can find a bug just... Yes chaining some of the problems that has the, the the application because you can, for example, send an email every time that you register one account. So you mm. only have to automate everything to, to create an account and send an email. So this could be a problem of the platform. Or mm. for example, you don't have a rate limit. Okay. So I think you have to uh, use the own logic of the application to discover something that is worse. You no, know? it's like a small vulnerabilities; they are gonna lead to a big one. That's mm. the concept that they want to say because social engineering is just uh, go and hack the human side of the company so for abo- avoid the social engineering means that you don't need any employee because if you have one employee you can be hacked because at the end mm-hmm. we are humans and you can be mm, bypassed by psychology you can you can use so many tricks or even right now for example it's very popular to call to the support and say oh I have here my baby he's crying and, and can you recover my password of this card that my mail I forgot my mail I forgot And you are recovering more uh, small pieces of information. And when you have so many uh, small pieces, then you have the big picture. And you can identify someone or doing something bigger. Of course, social engineering or even security is something that it needs time. You know that everything Mm -hmm. can be hacked, but it needs time. So one of the last concepts that they exist in security and they are getting more uh, relevance is to change your own platform. And it means that you have a platform, mm-hmm. for example, you are in Amazon, and in several months, if you discover that they are trying to hack you, you change all your design of the, the, or the machines, how it works, the firewalls, all, all of this, and you create a new one. So the attacker that he has been uh, retrieving, gathering information for several months, they have to start over. And that's a huge mm. cost. So, but that's crazy, of course. That, that's nothing. That's not something that you you can do, no. But for example, also uh, about honeypots, you can create mm. honeypots, and they can waste a lot of time, and you can retrieve a lot of information because in the moment that, and this is another amazing topic is in the moment that they are hacking you. You are hacking them, so you are trying to make some some kind of zero day in the browser that you can access to their computer. <laughs> so yeah, this happens, and and this is being tried right now. For example, there are pages that they give you a list of Tor nodes, the Tor exit node, so mm-hmm. you can discover who is coming from a place that is more probable that this guy is gonna try something wrong. So maybe in the moment that you detect that he's coming from one of these places or these IPs that they are coming from Thailand, for example uh you are going to trace and profile these guests so every request every command that he executes t- t- uh, towards the the servers you are going to recompile and you are going to list no so th- that's very interesting topic. that's that's amazing but yeah, not yeah. every comp- n- not every company has the resources he has to spend all the money just for that no so
0: that's a so, so to back up a second, like honeypots, honeypots are intentionally insecure systems that you leave on your network as a way to monitor people who are attacking your systems. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So finally, so ultimately, the problem is nobody cares.
1: Yeah. The, the problem is that when you are working for big companies and you are just a team that they recreate and you are an external person, if you don't report something that is terrible, for example, you have a backup of the database over there, uh, they are not going to really, um, care too much about mm. you. And, and that's a big problem because you spend so much time for discover something. And as I said, you discover really big things and the, They 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 don't care. The next year you are gonna find the same problem. So it's a kind Mm -hmm. of disillusion. You you are unmotivated, no? But the truth is that doing this kind of stuff, you you get quite money. I mean, this is the kind of things that is in very recognized. But um, this is this is like something that is like okay, it's more business sales. Uh, you at the end you want to sell a product because selling this product you are gonna earn more money. Um, This is something that. You want to learn about this, but um, at least for me, it was a bit disillusional when these business people, they were like, okay, well, I don't care. Right now, there are some companies that they, they what they design and they already propose five mm-hmm. years ago is that uh, you have like the the unit test. So you are a company that they hire you and then you are going to prepare a test. So they are automatic mm-hmm. tests for the vulnerabilities and security stuff that you find and you are going to retry every day. Or every month. So mm. you're going to have the history about, okay, they fix it this day. Okay. Now it's from red to, to green, for example. So you, you are going to be, it's like continuous security. Mm. Is this this new trending that right now they call security DevOps? So this security DevOps later we're gonna talk about this, but Mm. mm, this is this this is the way. Okay, so in the in the pen testing, the problem is that the big corporations, if not if this is not something really critical, they have this kind of contingency plans and they are not really gonna care.
0: And those are, like, business contingency plans that sort of assume that, well, a little bit of hacking is okay because, we, you know, as long as it doesn't threaten the core business, it's okay.
1: Yeah, I remember one, one, one example is that uh, one big company, they finished a new product, a new application that they wanted to use internally. And some days before they were, were going to release, they let us, to, when one staging environment and well, we hack it. We hack it in so many ways. Everything was so bad designed. because that's a big problem. When you are doing a software and you don't care about the security from the first moment, that's terrible. And that, that software was terrible. And they release, they release even. We report so many things. They <laughs> couldn't do nothing. It was done. It was sold. So they had to do. So, uh, we did a pen testing just to say that that was wrong, but. Later, the document was forgotten, no?
0: Wow. So uh, it turns out uh, you don't actually have to continually upgrade your skills as a pen tester because you can just simply uh, come back next year and find the same vulnerabilities and sell your report again to the same company. Yes, yes.
1: yes, yes, yes. That, 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 that's, and the problem becomes that there are some companies that they sell their service very cheap. Uh-huh. So when you are trying to be more kind of quality, better, more talent... They don't appreciate no, because then they can hire another company that is cheaper no, and these cheaper companies just have people from the university, from so, or people that they don't really like that, and they are learning and, and well the, the 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 things that they find is is, is another level so, um, but th- that's how it works all the mm. all the companies, but here is the same.
0: Okay, so that section was uh, all about pen testing and working as a pen mm-hmm. tester. Uh, yeah. What about defensive security?
1: Well, defensive security. I, I don't know so much about, well, I did, uh, one year in a kind of post, postgraduate about, um, more the theoretical uh security that it means that you have to write reports, you have to know more Ooh, yeah, what is just papers okay a checklist, a checklist, a certification regulation, something that you have to to say okay i I have everything cipher i have uh s s s l uh my communication is that I have backups, I can restore the backups, so all of this I have study okay uh, but um, for me it was really boring i i I wanted to know because it was the other side of the coin. But I never went deeply in that. I mean, I know, I know, but I have never exercised like this because for me was well, like, wow, it can be terrible, boring. It's, it's terrible. Uh, there are three types. Let's just mention that is that, uh, when you are hired by your own company. So what we said before about the SOC, that, that the security operations center, mm-hmm. that they can do their own, uh, certification. They can check and regulate what you have the status. You, it can be sort, ehm, checked, out by the external agent. Okay. And you are paying the external agent. So this is someone who wants to be happy or he wants to be friendly with you. So you are paying for something that you are gonna be like, okay, they are gonna tell me that everything is alright. And then there is the other one, that the last one, that is the most difficult one, is that when an external company wants to do an external one over you. So, They can tell you that you are the worst because they don't care, they are going to be paid, no? So, this is the due diligence. Uh, so, yeah, the, this is the three types, and it's very interesting to know about all, all this stuff, but if you work like this, you have to be with the, like a salary man, no? With a suitcase and all.
0: So so this is about this is about like uh security architecture and theory of security and designing uh secure systems and also about uh implementing uh get get getting your system stamped as secure by some organization. So like and the three things you're talking about is like defensive security from the perspective of being uh, a security architect within a company versus somebody who is working from outside a company and is hired to examine the securities of a company versus security uh, security architecture that is enforced by an external party like a vendor as part of due diligence. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. And and do you find this terribly boring? yeah
1: yeah the the yeah at least for me, but as i said uh here is even bigger salary salary than the pen tester so th- this is a huge market because it's more like a lawyer, it's like s- someone who is gonna mm. certify that you are right but but and this is the most interesting thing that I discovered now after doing this post grade um is that everything everything is focused in who is the responsible, and it means that What they want is that if something happens, do they have the bankers to point to someone? Because if something is broken, Mm. uh, can they detect who did that? For example, uh, when we talk about security, it's not only, and maybe we got confused before, this is not only by the people who is externally to the company. Maybe there is a filtration inside the company. Maybe there is an ex-employee who is, uh, blackmailing you, asking mm. you for money. Maybe it's someone who is releasing information to another company. Maybe. So, uh, this stuff of security is more than just people that they are outside the company. Maybe it's inside. So imagine that you are working a bank and you from inside still money, no? So they want to know who is the responsible, who can Mm -hmm. be with the law and say, oh, we lost this many millions, so you're gonna be the person who's gonna pay that. Even later, they never recover the money. They just want to have someone to say, okay, it was their fault. That's why it appears anonymous. It was so bad for these companies, because in that moment, they couldn't point to someone and say, oh, it was this guy. No, no. If you don't have someone who was the author of the crime... Uh, you cannot do nothing. You cannot say, oh, there were several people who did that. No, it was one person. So who was the person? And with the laws, you cannot mm, decide for several. So uh, that's that's what matters, okay? W- which mm. one was the IP address and who registered the router of this IP address? And you were the only one who accessed to the router of this IP address. So that's what it's going all the kind of Paperwork that we are talking right now, okay? And also, also, also mentioned is about the privacy. They focus a lot about the, the privacy. If the if the um, if the user is going to be able to um, change his data, all this sensitive information. If you have uh, medical information, if you have uh, card information, but all of this at the end is just a business that they create as. The same that they create the uh, root certificates, so you access to a web page, and then you have a you have the 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 lock there with green. So it's the same. It's something that is so expensive. They they move so many millions, but later as the employee who is working on that, it's very you die, you die, you die
0: it's interesting I was just thinking this is almost like it's almost like we're not talking about three different careers, but we're talking about like three different personality types where there's like there is the the pen tester is the the personality type that likes to explore and tinker with things and see what is possible and uh uh like like solving puzzles and then there's like the the security architect type and the security architect type is somebody who likes to make a lot of money for example uh but who has who has similar um similar talents to like a lawyer. So somebody who can, who can spend a lot of time reading and implementing a specific specification uh, to meet some certain compliance requirements and not find it excruciatingly boring. And I think the third thing, third one that we're going to go to is the developer who are people who might not be directly interested in security, but because of the work that they're doing, have to be interested in security.
1: Mm, I will not say that, because <laughs> okay, it, okay. It, it, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Of course we're interested in security.
0: I'm
1: interested in security. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I think the third type, I think, is this person who is he cares a lot about security, But he wants to be relevant. He wants to Mm. be like, okay, I'm working in something that is going to be useful. For example, uh, the people that I moved to Docker, we talk about, uh, these guys, they're very good in security and they implement, they, they, they have the kind of dirty hands. Like they wrote the code for make this happen that, okay, we are going to manage the project to make that, uh, we have a fingerprint in the image. We have, um, all the yachts with the, with the, with the notary that this is registered. So they care about, they, they are there. They are not someone who is just gonna write a paper or a contingency plan and they are gonna leave and they're gonna say, okay, mm. so some guys, they are gonna prepare that and do that. No, no. These guys, they are gonna propose, they are gonna make it happen and they are, uh, how can I say? The people that they are more, Challengers, no, that they want something that is like, wow, it's it's gonna be crazy. One of the things that let me mention that for me, this is this is a kind of sentence that you listen from someone and and you say, wow, the, the, that's right, no, it's I, mm. I I think so. Even I never thought about is that when you work in security, you must be the kind of you need knowledge about. Everything. Everything at all. You, you are the guy who is not like, oh, I'm gonna implement this, but I need to know how it works. So when you work in security, mm. I love it because you need to know about everything. You are one day, you are working in security in Android, another, one, another day in security in iOS, another day with Java, another day with Go, another day with, uh, servers that they are SAP, SAP, another day you are, well, so many different systems because every company uses a, a architecture, a design. So you are learning all the time how they design the, that, no? And mm. well, that's, that's very interesting. It's a, a moment that you, if you are listening and getting information, well, you, you learn so much. The problem is that at the end it's like, well, okay, I learned a lot, but you feel like um, you are empty in some way. So. In a moment, <laughs> and right now I do that. Is I prefer no to to be in the in the first line, no, to to propose and do kind of implementation, not implementation, but but um, the the connecting, no, that all the service that they make. Wow, they meet a provider. You have a federate uh, Open ID. You have using you choose the kind of ciphers that you want. You care about the integrity of the data. How you can replicate the servers? Um, all the kind of defense in deep. No, that all the kind of define the layers, what is going to happen, how you can measure, you can use dashboards to detect behaviors, you can track devices, APIs. For example, there is another concept that's very, very good. This is a bug bounty. Bug bounty mm. means it's like an kind of um, open web page. Okay, that Well, it's a company that you are going to have uh, pen testers. And every time that they discover something in your platform, you are going to reward them. So Mm. you can work as a pentester for so many companies, and I have done that. I have worked as a pentester, and I also had the opportunity to know out what is the site of the guy who is preparing that so uh you can make this kind of uh challenge for people and they legally can access to your domains and they they are going to report they they cannot modify nothing at all and they have to you are going to reward there so this is some kind of legal stuff but that's very interesting because if you are a pentester you're going to learn from so many systems and if you are developer you are also must and you are kind of developer manager you are going to have to get about so many things. Right now, there are some, uh, white papers in internet. You can search link with Google about, uh, how to prepare a right bug bounty. You cannot prepare a bug bounty if you have never checked mm. your security. You have to first check your security, have some companies that they check, and then you want the last one because more, more hands and more eyes, they are gonna see more than yours okay so even you are very good you prefer a bigger quantity of people and this is very cheap and you have also kind of um image you know like oh I, i'm caring about the security of my users. so you can see that i am letting people so you are more transparent so it, it's something that is 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 amazing to do but right now that like this bug bounty mm-hmm. there are some more other tools and everything that we mentioned before honeypots uh, well so so many things big data to play with the uh, 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 analytics statistics behaviors that's that's something well mm, be, very 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 interesting,
0: yeah. so 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 back up a little bit so what what are we talking about with the with the developer like is this is a this is somebody who this is like a uh somebody who is a security focused developer or is this somebody who is a developer who happens to be doing security
1: I think I think the definition is tricky because it depends the company. Because if you if you arrive to a company that you are less than fifty persons, you cannot be working only in security. And why? Because you don't Mm -hmm. have enough to work on. Because at the end you are gonna review the security, you are gonna care. But once that is everything checked, you don't have enough. computers, applications, Mm. connections. You are a small company, so you don't need one person only focusing that. But in the moment that the company is growing, you need, for example, uh, to point to a privacy office data, officer data, who is gonna be responsible for uh with the government who is gonna be responsible to run this kind back bounty who is gonna report the issues when the system is down uh, who to contact what systems do you need for doing the big data about the uh, if there is something happens in the company who is gonna be there uh for example to teach to the other employees about kind of um privacy sensitive information uh, password management for example about to use mm. a strong passwords or to use some software that can help you to enable the uh, to authentication so i think that or for example even even uh, you can implement things for the company that they are focused in security. For example, in my mm-hmm. case, I, I developed one of the features about, okay, every user is going to be able to see the list of uh, last AP address that access to the platform. Mm-hmm. No? So you have these kind of events no? that we could say, oh, this is not security, it's a feature. But well... Is related with the security, so mm-hmm. I think that you need someone who double check that, no? and who is gonna be more focused on that side. So I think it depends on the size of the company.
0: Yeah. So so companies as they get larger will have people who are working full time on security, but in a small company, it's sort of it's something that everybody ends up doing. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So so one thing that like you know, I, I security is a really hot topic in universities right now. Like a lot of universities have like programs where you can learn to where instead of within your computer science program, you'll have like a a hardware engineering course or like, but you also have like a security focused course. And Mm -hmm. I think people want to know, like, you know, they see that there's a huge need for people who are uh, knowledgeable about security and they see that they can get like a really good job, really uh, good high paying job. If they take this uh, security computer security course, so I think a lot of people want to know like is that interesting. And I think one my my kind of perspective on it is that I mean I I pers- I personally want to build things and I want to create things and I sort of I want to create secure things but I I'm interested in security and I'm interested in security tangentially but ultimately I'm more interested in creating new things than in securing existing systems.
1: Mm-hmm. That that's what used to happen. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so what's your i mean what's your advice to people who are thinking about whether they should study computer security or what the, what they should study
1: i I think that as you are mentioned uh it's a very interesting topic and i I say to everybody to learn about security because it's a huge extra no but security has to be as a feature like the same as performance no you cannot uh deploy application that it takes. Fifty seconds to load no the web page, so it's exactly the same at the end, it's something that this is basic. It's the same that you release something that uh the design about interface is terrible, no, so I think that is very good when you are like, okay, I'm interested in security, so if I am somewhere and they tell me that uh, there is a talk or something, I'm gonna listen and I like it and I like I want to learn more, but um, it's not something that you have to be only focusing that, and when you are a person that you try to mix several topics, like I think in my case right now, I think that I have a good background of security, but I'm working also, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, uh, about developing more um, architecture, more latency performance. So in the moment that you do like this, you are more evaluated. In the moment you are only mm-hmm. a pen tester, for example, even their salary is good compared to others, it's not so good. You are going to have much more with other kind of practice. And even you are a developer who knows security, you are going to be much more valued than just a plain pen tester. Because at the end, what you are releasing is just, uh, some pages, no? Some, mm-hmm. some kind of template saying, Oh, you have SQL injection, solve it, or you don't have nothing, no? Because we didn't find nothing and they are going to pay you the same, no? These kind of first jobs. So, um, I think, I, th- I think my advice is, well, that's something trendy, but, don't forget anything else. I mean, find what it really. W- what is your passion? No, it's mm-hmm. like m- maybe big data, for example, is so interesting too. So or uh, data mining, um, hardware programming. I don't know whatever you like. But I think that don't be crazy and say oh because this is topic right now. I should be. I should learn about this because that's trendy. No, no mm-hmm. I, what they I recommend is. The the top 10 persons of everything, of everything, any specialization, they're going to have always a good job. So what I recommend you is realize what is your passion and what you love, and then spend and invest and do what you like, no So I like security. I know I start very early. I know a lot of friends of that, and I read, I am in several mail lists. I read a lot of articles. I follow webpages. I do my own experiments. I... That's it. So uh, there are people mm. that well, mm, they know the 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 problem. You know the problem now. I, I realize is the problem that they don't know so much about security and they think that they know a lot. And these guys, mm. they are the first ones that they are like, oh yeah yeah, everything is safe, don't worry. And it's like what, and it crashed. <laughs> okay? the, the, I think that's the problem. no, no not someone. Who is like oh i know a little bit and i know my limits than the person who is not kind of nothing about humble he's not humble at all and he's going to be more aggressive like wow oh, yeah i yeah i'm very good I'm proud i have always me so this guy he's going to be more the problematic for example i listen to a podcast about social engineering mm-hmm. and this guy one of the things they say is like wow i have been kind of, uh I fall for some phishing attacks, no? Uh, because they are using spear phishing, they are very, very, very custom, in the right moment, in the right time, with the right person, faking some information with the right information, from the boss, from whatever, and even these guys, that they are working all the time, they are professionals of this, they are falling for these kind of tricks. So, mm um, <laughs> Security is like that, but don't don't be only focused on security. If you really love another thing, that's it.
0: Yeah, I I think it is definitely important to be a little bit humble when talking about security because not, you you are not perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you remember the the podcast that we talk about them? Um, the SSL that, well, and the devices that they were, um, devices, for example, routers that uh-huh. the version was updated. We were talking about IO. Yeah, and, and, and we had the devices that they cannot be updated. So they are going to be in 20 years. We are sure that they're going to have some kind of vulnerability, you no? Know? So that's, that, that's the kind of stuff that is like, wow, nobody thought about that. What, what is happening? You no. Know? So let's try to avoid this case
0: okay, so i mean the the fine we have like like the final thing that i want that we want to talk about is like the the cool cool th- things that are happening in the security world today, but before we get there, i have like I, we kind of touched on it a little bit with like people going around like talking about oh like, thinking that they know a lot about security, but mm-hmm. i think there's one of the kind of weird things about it, like i t security is that there's definitely this there's 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 a culture of IT security and it's very, it's like, you know, everybody in IT security always makes fun of the like, the, of, of like the, the mainstream world's view of IT security and hackers as like, you know, guys in like hoodies and like dark rooms and, and whatever. But even though everybody in the security industry kind of makes fun of this stereotype of people who work in security, I feel like they also sort of love it a little bit like they mm-hmm. they kind of enjoy the idea that what they are doing is like you know you guys are just like developing something but this is like the real work this is like the this is like lives are at stake there's like billions of dollars and like you know like oh my god like this is like every everything i do is like super 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 important mm mm-hmm.
1: yeah um yeah that, that's true that's true one of the things is that um these people, they are all the time challenging each other. So these guys, they are very competitive. They are, as I said, no? they, they kind of capture the flag, to to be the smarter, no? who is able to, to realize faster. And, and they're very competitive, it's true. And you are in a campus party, for example, and, and mm. you see some people that they are working on this challenge. You're going to see a lot of uh, yellows, a lot of ego, a lot of, yeah, it's true, it's about psychology, and we could talk so much about it. Uh, but this, it's true, it's true, it's true. It's true. It, it, you, you are right. And I have seen the the, the the same and and yeah, I, I think that one of the things that they, some people near people told to me is that I have been kind of humble about this, so they like it. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> there there are so many people that is like, whoa! I discovered a bug and I am the best of the world. <laughs> Everybody have discovered a bug in somewhere, so it's it's true. And the the second thing and is mm-hmm. uh, th- these people that they work in security and they are more managers, they are more this uh, in the SOG, no, in the the operation center. Uh, they they are uh, the best paid of the mm-hmm. of all, all, all the places. You you are gonna have a the best salary, but the best salary and the highest salary because you have a lot of responsibility because it depends Mm -hmm. everything of you. And well, that's something that is true but that's something, sometimes it's also a kind of like, well, uh, that's an excuse, no? As I said before, the, the, the kind of lawyer, no? You are the kind of person who is like, oh, yeah, trust me because I give you this trust, no? Uh, the certificates, no? That we have is like, oh, just yes, trust the certificate because I'm paying to this browser to have my CAs, my certificate root mm-hmm. uh, inside. And later we discovered, no, some days ago, that which company was? Sim- Symantec. C- yeah, that they, they they got this hack and the other guys, let's encrypt, that they were also using for phishing. And so uh, everything is about trust. Security is equal trust. And mm-hmm. right now, there is there are so many sh- uh, <laughs> internet of shit, no? It's the
0: security internet of shit as yeah. well.
1: It happens. It, it happens, but let me t- say the last thing. is. Uh-huh. Um, in all the fields, happens the same. In everywhere that you can see, it's like, oh, he's the best doctor. Oh, this guy, he has Mm. made this building that is so tall. This, uh, I mean, I know what you said because I know, I have been there, I have seen these people, I know that they have this ego and they are more than the kind of junior or middle developer, no? So they think that, wow, they, they are better than. But I think that if you go inside other field you are going to find other industry you are going to find the same kind of psychology patterns
0: Mm, mm. i
1: think so i think so (laughs) very politics you you know a a lot of politics now between the different people so i I think it's something that you have to manage at the end it's something that you you know that the the problem is going to be there but you have to manage the problem and depends mm-hmm. how you how skilled you are, no and you can use the social engineering to to manipulate the people
0: <laughs> yeah. okay, so my advice to you all is don't don't be too uh, arrogant about mm. security <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 that, that's good advice. I like the advice, okay, so finally, uh a few I think you wanted to talk about a few cool things that are happening in the security world right now yeah. uh yeah, do share
1: <laughs> well. One of them that I read some days ago about the, the the shared responsibility is is about to try to everything that is happening in the company try to escalate by levels it means that for example mm. if some employee is doing some comment you should try to um, make send a message to that person some notification to their phone something that he can check in real time and say oh no no this is an alert this is critical mm. or this is something that i did i am monitoring and that's that's all right so i i like a lot this concept about okay because it means to to have this kind of control i mean this means that you have control over your organization. You know that when something is happening that is not designed for that, so the purpose is not that, you're going to receive an alarm. And this is something that not all the companies mm. can do. This is something that um you have to spend so much time to discover everything that can be possible and everything that cannot be possible. For example, if you detect that there are more than this many packets in the network. Okay, you mm. you raise an alarm. For example, if you are a company and they are still in your database, you know that maybe they have to move more than one terabyte of information. So if you discover that you are um, by maybe um, 10 megabytes per by, by second and you get mm. 100 megabytes per second, maybe you can raise an alarm and say, oh, who is moving so much data? Or maybe mm. that's normal. So you can detect which computer come from and to w mm. who, who where is going so you can close these connections, no? So there there are a lot of things to work on that and then the communication, no, with some kind of bots or something, to communicate directly to the employees saying, Oh, are you here? Are you in this country? Are you in Thailand right now? Are you in that's a the kind of stuff that right now is very popular and and it's it's normal.
0: So this is like you sign into a system and then you get a message over Slack like, hey, you just signed into the system from wherever And you don't even necessarily, you don't have to do anything unless you notice, you happen to notice that it's not you.
1: Mm -hmm. That's it. Another one that we can talk about is about the hardware. Right now, there are so Mm -hmm. many hardware that is uh, very, very tricky with the security. For example, pen drives that you think that is just a pen drive. And this is uh, a keyword. A mouse and this can send signals and write something for you and very fast in just some one second he can write uh, more than 20 keys and he can write something like okay download this file from internet and execute so you can have a road kit in some some a couple seconds, you have something installed over there. So, or for example, you can bypass the security of something that it only has a input, a pen drive input, a USB input. So this is very, very interesting because the hardware look like something, but maybe it's like, mm, for example, mm, there are quite uh, news about um, in China that they got got inside the factories and they insert uh, a backdoor, a hardware backdoor inside some devices. Mm. So when they you got the iPhone, you have a backdoor with the iPhones and it's like wow everything that you are sending, you are sending to a a backup that they have in China or wherever. So yeah, it's is about the hardware is terrible. It's, it's something that is is epic. We already had one chapter about IO security, so that's it. But there are so many tools that or you connect to a Wi Fi and this Wi Fi is the Wi Fi pineapple and so
0: <laughs> <that's all. laughs> you know, I I was I mean this is the, the sort of the really interesting thing about a really interesting topic in security right now because it's like so many things are not exactly what they seem like we tend to uh think of like a computer as one system but in fact it, like we think of a pen drive as a pen drive and a computer as a computer and we trust that the pen drive we're going to stick it in our computer and it's not going it's going to act as a a external disk but you know since it's actually con- connecting by this USB interface you know that pen drive can emulate a keyboard it can emulate anything it likes to, anything it wants to um it could be running its own it probably is running its own firmware um it could um uh, it could do anything um and then so that's the pen drive is not necessarily a pen drive and the computer is also not necessarily uh, one unit anymore. So I know one one interesting thing we see today is that for it's I think one of the more prominent examples is that like the Touch Bar on Macs is actually a little, uh, you know, it has its own processor, it has its own operating system, and even though it's physically integrated into the larger computer, it's actually running something sort of similar. I believe sort of similar to like WatchOS. Mm-hmm. Um, a sort of older example. So and you know we, we we obviously expect that Apple will take care of that and secure it as part of their and make sure it gets updates and whatnot. But there was a, an interesting example several years ago, and if I if I can find in the article, I'll definitely put a link to it. But it might be kind of hard. But it was some uh, security researchers who uh, found this uh, this laptop by I think it was a major laptop maker where it had a cellular modem in the laptop and mm-hmm. the cellular modem actually was running a different operating system and was connected into the rest of So even though it's physically integrated into the laptop, its interface with the laptop is USB. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that it's like, oh, well, you know, once you're... <laughs> here you have this entirely other system that's like, it's a, it's a full Linux computer with, you know, like mm-hmm. 256 megabytes of RAM and a disk and everything else, and there's no way to deliver updates to it. So it's like having a little built-in um, Internet of Things device that is never going to get updates physically <laughs> within the same box of your computer. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the yeah. stuff that's going on right now is very, yeah. very... This is the cool, interesting stuff that's going on. Yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah. There are so many things like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be evolving, so you have to be prepared. <laughs> no? but, yeah. Okay, the last one. I wanted to mention about the mm-hmm. coolest things is about something that is called behavioral game theory mm-hmm. uh we will leave the a link for uh, a slides that I think that they are so interesting mm-hmm. and well, the idea about that is to be more kind of objective about what I mentioned before about the um, the kind of difficulty for everything, so mm-hmm. you have to do kind of a decisional tree. So this decisional tree what it takes is okay, we have this uh we are uh from both sides, okay? You are an attacker and then uh you can you, you, you try to access to the to the for example office, okay, or the application. Okay. So we check that you can access to the application, you can enumerate or you cannot. Okay. So with this decision like you can access and bypass the security measure or you cannot pass, what is the next step? So at the end, what you have is a tree that is taking decision like, okay, you can bypass that or you cannot bypass. And then what you do is mm. the things that they have a bigger a ratio, so it means that is it's um, easier to hack, then you are going to invest more resources. For example, we know that, Almost everybody, almost, okay, They're a big ratio, a big percentage of people, they got hacked because, um, because, uh, phishing, okay? So you mm. have to invest in the big fishing, but very few people is going to be hacked by a zero day, okay? So, right. to invest to protect against a zero day, that's something that mm, you need to, to have something very valuable before, be, behind you to protect against that. So, Instead of caring about that there is a zero day in your database that nobody can access directly, maybe you can, you have to worry about that everything, everything is in a BPC, uh, you have a firewall, or mm. something like that. So this is like one concept that is make everything very rational, and then suppose that they are hacking you. So from that, okay, you have other other points that they are um, they are pointing there. That is, for example, about uh, try to change no your uh, infrastructure no fluctuating your infrastructure. That means that okay, change directly the Mm. everything that you have over there. Or for example, also falsify no the information uh, false positives no that you are showing to the to the intruder something that is not really not really what it was, no? Mm -hmm. And and in the same way that they are proposing something that you have to move to that direction, you have to stop also doing things that we have been doing in the past, no? That they are more static strategies, no? Static like, Mm okay, uh, we are going to define that and because it's going to be impossible. No, it's not impossible. It's going to need time. So it's some kind of uh, talk and uh, this person that made the the presentation she's very good with all the kind of big data analytics and this person is actively researching about this topic mm. so uh, it's, well it, it's it's amazing no to see that we are so deep in the security and the concerns that we have right now they are so far away no from from what we thought Twenty years ago, that everything <laughs> was possible. Right now, it's like wow, this. I, I try everything, and and well, you need a bug bounty, but you need a zero day, but you need, and yeah, with projects like the Zero Project of Google about the security uh-huh. project, uh, project Zero, right? Uh Every everybody is earning something. Every everybody wins. No, it's a win-win. No, for all the community. Mm. Like, oh, we discovered something. Okay, we are gonna notify. We're gonna release the 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 fix, and then in some days we are gonna disclosure the information and move mm. forward, no? And everybody is going to update that. And so that, that's amazing, no? How everything has improved. But every time, yeah. every time it's going to be more difficult to be a pen tester. But mm. in the big companies, okay? So if you are kind of attacking a company that is really good, I think, and they have the the right personnel, it's going to be more mm. difficult. There are going to be more tools. The, the concept about, we said about the defense in deep is going to be better. But also there are going to be more more things in the market that they are gonna be very easily no so it's gonna be the easy easy apps okay let's call apps, but it's gonna be the easy apps and the hard apps no the the mm. the easy companies and the difficult companies so it's gonna be in extreme no it's something that is very difficult, other things that they are very easily no so right now if you if you work as a pen tester and you try to hack something that is really worth to hack, believe me that it's gonna be terrible difficult
0: mm Wow, yeah, but and then there there are still the companies though that are going to be very easy to hack because they just simply are not. They don't know what they're doing.
1: Sure, sure. Or also uh, in these big companies that they have already everything pretty good. uh, They are gonna release new products, and you are always gonna have to change, or because they are changing the language, or because you are forgetting something. Security is not only about uh, hacking something; it's about also a fallback. No, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I know that if I am jumping from an airplane, I'm not gonna fall, no, to the floor, and because I have my, my parachute, but you will have another parachute, right? You have the fallback because it's not about that it's not gonna open, no? Maybe the second one also fails, no? But Mm. it's this kind of fallback. So security is the same concept. It's like, okay, if something is happening, I am ready, no, for the consequence. So Mm. I already anticipate and I prepare. So if you are prepared, it's gonna be safer. It's the same, like, for example, we haven't managed it, but to have backups, no? Is that something mm. that we know that it's useful? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is definitely useful.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Any any final thoughts about security?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The okay. the last one and I, I think is is also the one of the important the most important we already mentioned, but it's education. I think that you have to always update it, you have to read a lot, you have to uh, well, yeah, be, be updated. And I think companies, they should do this kind of the, the same that they do courses about, uh, management and courses about um, whatever. I think that they have also to, to show, you know, about security and because there, are, there are always going to be people junior, no? And a lot of times the people that they know more, they just think that everybody knows the same, no? And right mm. now, no, doing the podcast, uh, it's like, okay, everybody knows about that I'm talking about, but maybe not. <laughs> So, so I think education for me is the key. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Okay, so it, it's getting pretty late. Uh, we we recorded after work again. Let's cut it some of this. Um, I think our, our next uh, so uh, this this podcast, it's a 10 episode experiment for season one. So our final episode next week is going to be about uh, the experience of podcasting and kind of what we learned and what we take, what, what our takeaways were from it. Um, then we will we'll think about whether we're going to do a season two and where, where that's going to go. But thank you all for listening. So like us on Facebook and subscribe uh, via Overcast and on iTunes and rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter. And I think I must be forgetting like five social media uh, funnels that we've set up. But thank you very much for listening. And uh, bye-bye, Sergio.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. (laughs) See you tomorrow.